Welcome to today's episode of the Fit to Lead podcast. I am super excited to have Tina Halper with me today. She is a certified nutrition coach and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. She's also the owner of Carrots and Cake, where she uses hormone testing and macro-ish nutrition to help women find balance within their diets while achieving their body composition goals. Tina, we go way back because I used to co-coach for you. So I am excited to have you on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I would love to kick things off. I think people would really be, um, you know, interested in hearing your health journey and how you got to where you are today, how you discovered carrots and cake and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I would say it's quite a story in the sense that I've been on the internet for almost 16 years now. So I feel like I've done a lot of different things over the years and where I started in 2008 to where I am now is a very different place. Um, but to give you, you know, the cliff notes or the, the short and sweet version, I started online with a personal blog named Carrots and Cake. And I was engaged at that point. And really, I just wanted to shape up, tone up, you know, look good for my wedding day. And with the name carrots and cake, I knew myself. I was like, sure, I probably need to eat a little healthier. I probably need to work out a little bit more, but I didn't want to give up my favorite foods. And that has always been the premise of my brand is that, you know, you can be healthy and live this really healthy, balanced life, but you shouldn't have to give up your favorite foods. Like if you like cake and you like nachos and wine, it should be part of your regular life. And I mean, as my father-in-law always says, he says, life is too long to not enjoy life and food and, you know, all the great things that go into living a full life. So really I just started online with this free little WordPress blog. And I blogged about what I was eating and my workouts and my recipes and wedding planning and just like a lot of details of my life. And I also think at that time, like reality TV was starting to get like a little popular. People were starting to read blogs. And I just think people were really interested in my life. And I just grew this following. And I, I really think it was because I just kind of put myself out there. And if you liked me, great. If you didn't like me, you didn't like me. But I honestly just was very me, I guess, on the internet. And then over the years, I've done um, nutrition coaching, specifically macro coaching. Um, and then in 2020, I became an FDN practitioner. So um, FDN stands for Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioner. So what I do is use functional testing to really help our clients boost up their health um, and help them heal their body and get their body composition goals and things like that. So at Carrots and Cake, currently we run hormone testing, gut testing, and then mineral testing. And the three of those tests together gives us a pretty good comprehensive look at go what's going on with your health. And I do think with the functional testing, it's the quickest way to figure out what the heck is going on in your body. And if you're a woman in perimenopause and menopause, you probably realize that things aren't the way they used to be. And you might have a lot of questions like, am I gaining weight because of my hormones? Do I feel like crap because I have low thyroid? And, you know, if you're going to a traditional doctor, I love the Western medical system. You know, we can yeah. coexist as far as functional and conventional medicine, but sometimes you don't get the answers that you need as far as making diet, lifestyle, behavior changes. So where our approach is a little bit different, it's more functional, it's more holistic. We really do lean into the nutrition and the habits and the consistency. And um, now we're a full service, you know, one-on-one coaching and testing 
business, as far as being online, as far as being a nutrition practice. And yeah, I'm, I'm on YouTube. I'm a podcast host. I've written cookbooks. Um, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, yeah, just have a lot going on, but I guess that's kind of the, <laughs> the 16 year journey right there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all good stuff. Highly recommend your cookbook. Big fan. Lots of great recipes, especially if you track macros. Um, and I know a lot of myself included, a lot of our listeners, a lot of our clients, your clients um, are in perimenopause and menopause. So uh, for example, I am actually in the process of taking a Dutch test through through carrots and cake. Um, and I would love for you to share maybe what what a lot of times women are seeing. So I know for me personally, you know, I hit the big 5-0. I feel like the things that used to work in the past are not working for me, you know, the cut calories, work out more, you know, all those things. So I would love for you to, to maybe share what, what do you typically see in those tests and what are some things that women can do if, if they're experiencing it? Yeah. 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 So perimenopause, I do feel like things get kind of wonky. It's just not what you're used to. Like what you did in your twenties, thirties, I mean, maybe even your forties, it doesn't work the same way anymore. And it really comes down to our bodies just not having all of those lovely hormones anymore. Like in your twenties, thirties, you got plenty of hormones. Like you could stay up all night drinking beer, go for a five mile run the next day and lose 10 pounds before a vacation, like no big deal. But you try to do that in your forties and fifties. And yeah, it kind of like works against you. And really it is because our hormones naturally slow down. That's what's going to happen as you get into menopause. But for a lot of women, the hormones can fluctuate a lot and really our bodies just become less resilient to stress. So those stressors that we used to put on our body to help us lose weight really kind of go the opposite way. And I feel like the biggest thing I see for women, especially in perimenopause and menopause is blood sugar issues. And I do think, you know, in conventional medicine, again, I think there's a lot of wiggle room as far as what's normal on blood testing. And I think a lot of women are borderline insulin resistance. They might have, you know, pre-diabetes, they might be diabetic and don't even know it. And I think a lot of times blood work or doctors say things are normal, but if you're really struggling with like cravings, um, belly fat, like gaining weight out of nowhere, it could be your blood sugar. And for us, as far as what we do in the functional space, our ranges, as far as that blood sugar goes, um, is a lot more narrow. So we look at fasting glucose, but we also look at A1C, which is a measure of, you know, the last three months of where your blood sugar has been. We look at insulin and I do think the conventional ranges are really wide. So that would be like one place I'd probably start with, you know, working with your regular doctor to run these labs and whatnot. You can also work with carrots and cake, but I feel like the blood sugar thing is huge for, for, ladies in this part of life. And like I was saying, like, we just aren't as resilient to stress. And when we're stressed out, our cortisol levels can increase. And when our cortisol levels increase, so does our blood sugar. And a lot of times we do kind of have these like roller coaster blood sugar, energy swings and dips and cravings and all that. And I do feel like it can be really hard to lose weight when you're having these highs and lows with energy, you know, crazy cravings, um, yeah, as far as just like feeling your best, but then also losing weight. So I always look at blood sugar. And then the other thing I look at with clients is their thyroid. And I feel like a lot of thyroid issues are popping up with women. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But again, this goes back to those ranges being really, really wide for thyroid or doctors don't run the full panel to see what's going on with the thyroid. A lot of times they run TSH, but TSH is really not giving us the full story as far as what's going on with our thyroid, but low thyroid, that can really make you feel 
low energy, fatigue, can cause weight gain, dry skin, dry hair, constipation, feeling cold all the time. Um, it, it's just so, so common with women. And I think a lot of times doctors say everything's normal, but like, I think you also know intuitively when things are really off. So I guess in some, I know that was, this is kind of getting to be like a long answer, but you know, if you're working with your primary care doctor, OBGYN, you know, whoever's in your care team, um, I would definitely push back on the testing and just see, you know, if there's more data that they can give you, um, because, you know, that's the best way to know really what's going on with your health instead of guessing, instead of, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying another diet, buying random supplements. I just think it gives you answers. So it does prevent you from spinning your wheels and making yourself crazy. And if you're not getting answers, you can always come to us. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. And I would love for you to share a little bit. I know HTMA is one of the, uh, one of the tests that you provide the hair, the mineral analysis. And maybe you could talk a little bit about what are typically some minerals that you're seeing, you know, what are some of the symptoms and some of like maybe the deficiencies that you're seeing through those, the, the, that test? Yeah. I love the mineral testing. Love, love, love. I feel like personally, that is one of the biggest dial movers for me as far as feeling better because minerals, they're essentially the spark plugs of our cells. And if you don't have that spark in your cells, like they're just not going to work properly. And like systems of your body aren't going to work properly and you will literally feel tired and fatigued. So anybody that comes to us, it's like, I'm so tired. I'm dragging my butt out of bed every day. I need caffeine. I need coffee in the afternoon. Just like you're tired all the time. It doesn't matter how much you sleep. I'm like, we got to look at your minerals. And I would say the ones that are most off for our clients, especially perimetopause and whatnot, are some of the electrolytes, so potassium and sodium. And those are more of like the stimulating um, electrolytes as far as like, yeah. Feeling better. And the example that I always give our clients is like if you've ever trained for an endurance event, like you've done a half marathon or marathon or triathlon, and you do that event, and at the end of the event, you collapse because you're totally exhausted, like a doctor, medic, a nurse is going to come over to you and give you some sort of electrolyte concoction, whether it's a drink or a gel or a goo or something like that. And that's because when our bodies are stressed out, we lose these important minerals and electrolytes are really, really important as far as kind of giving you that like <laughs> oomph and feeling your best. So we see a lot of low potassium. We see a lot of so low sodium. Um, magnesium could either be a lot or low, but I would say those three are the ones that like most women need. And in addition to calcium, those four are like our macro minerals. So they make up like 80 to 90% of the minerals in our body. So they really are important. Um, but when we're looking at mineral testing, we're definitely looking at calcium, magnesium, sodium, potassium. They are so, so important. And a lot of ladies are deficient in them. So, you know, just a simple thing to do is start consuming foods that are high in potassium, start salting your food. And I mean, that's like an amazing place to start. If you really want to be like a superstar, you could maybe start consuming high magnesium foods or even supplementing with magnesium, I think is a good place to start. I love that. I love that. Are there any good uh, books or podcasts around like, um, you know, the, the, I know you're very much into the functional diagnostic, the nutrition, all like the, there's all kinds of stuff coming out. Cause I remember back when, when I was co-coaching, you would be like, check out this podcast or check out this article. So anything you could recommend uh, that folks could kind of dig a little deeper. Oh, I'm trying to think. So, um, FDN, they actually have a podcast. So I think it's called 
FDN Thrive or FDN Detective or something like that. And then Aaron Holt has a great podcast. And I want to say it's called Functional Nutrition. So instead of like functional, it's F-U-N-K, something like that. Her name's Erin Holt, but she's a practitioner in New Hampshire, I I think. She's pretty local to me, Um, but she just is so smart. And I like her because she's very no nonsense. You know Mm. what I mean? (laughs) I think sometimes people kind of like beat around the bush and they're like so nice about things and they don't want to offend anybody. And she just gets to the point. She's like, this is what you need to do. If you're not doing it, buck up and go do it. You know what I mean? But yeah. she's just a wealth of information and she covers everything, thyroid, blood sugar, the gut, you know, immune issues. Like she's just super smart. She's, I'm a big I love fan. It. I love it. And I would love for you to share. So we're going to, before we get into favorite life hack, I'm going to throw a question that I didn't prepare you for. Um, what is a typical day like for you in terms of like, and I know everybody's different, but right. But there's like, um, there's supplements, there's workouts, there's different routines people have. But I I think like a day in the life of Tina Halper, like if you could share that, I think it might give people some insight into like what, what healthy eating or the 80, 20 rule, what that, what that looks like. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, every day is a little bit different, but, um, like a Monday through Friday when my husband's a teacher, my son's nine years old, he's in school. They both go to school. Um, but yeah, if it's just me, I would say I get up, um, I drink water first thing in the morning. If I'm feeling really on top of it, it's lemon water, but it just depends if I have lemons and how motivated I am to cut up a lemon and squeeze it in my water. Um, <laughs> I take, take a decent amount of supplements on an empty stomach. Cause I do think some of them work a little bit better as far as like the gut health goes and things like that. Um, and then I have my coffee. I always have coffee. I drink caffeinated coffee because I love it <laughs> and it's iced coffee. You know? <laughs> and then, yeah, I've, I've gone through periods of time where I've drank decaf, but I just, I don't know. I don't think caffeine is affecting me negatively. I feel, I feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, yeah, getting my son off to school, breakfast, making him lunch, um, getting him on the bus, walking the dog. Um, and then I go to the gym, like I just working from home being, you know, an online business owner, I just need to get out and see people. I mean, we have a full gym in our basement and I <laughs> pay money to go to a gym and work out with people. I just need to see people. Um, and then typically after my workout, I have some sort of protein shake. It kind of changes right now. It is whey protein, collagen. I might put a little creatine in there and then I'm big into coconut water just because it's high in potassium. And then I'll throw some orange juice in there too, because if you're going to really fuel your workout properly and replenish those carbohydrates, Orange juice is a great way to do it. Vitamin C is also really anti-inflammatory. So there's a lot of reasons to get those carbohydrates in right after your workout and protein, um, big for building and maintaining muscle. Um, And then I usually go to my favorite coffee shop to work just because again, being at home, (laughs) just a lot of alone time. And then also I I get distracted, you know, it's, I could, I could, you know, do some laundry or put the dishes away or, you know, there's always things to do at home. So if I go to my coffee shop, I just sit there and work. Um, And then I usually go home, have lunch. Lunch is usually some version of leftovers from dinner and we keep it simple. I mean, we are 
protein, vegetable, starch, pretty much every dinner. So we just make extras and I eat that for lunch. And then, um, yeah, my son gets off the bus at three 30. Usually I walk the dog again, his afternoon walk. Um, and then, yeah, it's just kind of doing stuff around the house. I mean, really when my son gets off the bus, I just, I stop work. I pack everything up. I just go into mom mode because I used to kind of try to do everything like finish up work, talk to clients, you know, talk to my coaches, <laughs> talk to my son. And it was just a hot mess. I just felt like I wasn't doing a good job anywhere. So now it's really setting some boundaries around the work. And then, yeah, make dinner, hang out. We might watch a show together. Um, lately, we've been into like knitting and like crocheting nice. and drawing. My son's like in this like really like crafty phase of life. So we try to do some of that stuff, read, take my evening supplements. It's you know <laughs> a lot of like magnesium and some of those like neurotransmitter um, type supplements, GABA and L-theanine, stuff that can be like really calming and um, helpful as far as sleep goes. And then I read and go to bed. It's pretty much I my love day. It. I love it. It sounds like a great day. Um, so with that, you are juggling a lot, right? Mom, business owner, wife, all the things. What is your favorite life hack that makes things easier for you? And it could be anything from an app to a routine, to a tip, to a mantra you live by. That's a good question. I would have to say, so I call this my PFF framework. And if you follow me on Instagram, which I highly recommend, <laughs> um, is that I just like to eat. You know what I mean? I don't like to make mealtime overcomplicated. And I do think this framework, essentially, it's a framework, um, makes it easier as far as, you know, when it comes to lunch or dinner or a snack, even like, what the heck am I going to eat? Because I think a lot of times women overthink it. They second guess themselves. They feel like they need to reinvent the wheel every time they're going to eat. So PFF stands for protein, fiber, flavor. And I think if you hit those three things in your meal, it's going to be pretty well-rounded as far as like hitting your protein for the day, getting some fiber in. And if you think about the foods that are highest in fiber, it's whole foods, it's fruits and veggies, it's beans, it's lentils, it's avocado, you know, it's these good quality foods. So I think if you get the protein fiber and flavor is really anything that's going to make it taste good because you know, you can eat chicken and broccoli every single day, but it's kind of boring. It's not very exciting. So flavor could be barbecue sauce, buffalo sauce, salsa, pesto, um, honey mustard, hummus, um, like literally anything you want, any sort of dressing or sauce or spice. Um, Trader Joe's has this pizza seasoning that I've been putting on like potatoes and like all sorts of stuff. Nice. So there's like endless options to make it taste good, but that's it. So like when I look in the fridge, when I'm thinking about what I'm going to meal prep, protein, something that has fiber in it and some sort of flavor. But I really just think it makes it so much easier. And like, I don't have to think about it. And I do think for our clients and, you know, other women who are listening, it just takes that like overthinking out of it because you can really obsess about what you're eating and really, you know, second guess it and just, yeah, it, there could be just so much stress thinking about meals. And I'm like, this is the framework. This is how I eat like 90% of the time. I love that. I think that's an awesome framework. Like you said, it's so simple. It just like makes mealtime easier and not stressful. So I, I love that. I think that's awesome. So I would love for you to share where people could connect with you, learn more, learn more about carrots and cake, the testing, the coaching, all the things that I'll make sure to include it in the show notes. 
Yeah. So I'm carrots and cake everywhere. It's carrots and then the letter N and then cake, um, but carrots and cake.com on Instagram. I probably spend most of my time on Instagram. So as I always say to people, if you want to track me down, I'm on Instagram. That's probably the best way to get me. And then I do have a podcast. It's called the carrots and cake podcast. We put out an episode every week and it's a mix of me yammering on about who knows what. And we have all sorts of guests on there, but that's probably the best place to find me. If you're interested in coaching, we have a link where you can apply. And once you apply for our program, we'll send you details um, about how to get going, you know, pricing, all those details. And then if you want to check out my cookbook, it's on Amazon and it's called the Everything Macro Cookbook. Yes. And I will put a link to that because I have it and I love it. So highly recommend. So I want to thank you so, so much. It's so great to see you and reconnect and learn about all the good things that you're doing. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Are you ready to have free coaching delivered right into your inbox every Friday? Then you want to be sure to sign up for my Fit Tip Friday newsletter. The link is below and I will be sure to send you quick, easy to implement tips that will help up level your health. Sign up today.